Welcome to Redesigning High School. I'm Terry DeBeau, English teacher and director of special projects here at Hawkins School outside of Cleveland. And I am Julia Griffin, director of the Mestre School of Hawkins. Well, Julia, it is spring, but it's a strange spring. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, we're in we're in uncharted waters. Yes, we right are. now. Um, but uh, despite that, we are going to go on and uh, have good conversations. And we're lucky enough to have Stacy Caldwell here from the Mastery Transcript Consortium. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Thanks for having me. Good of to be here. Of course, of course. So, uh, yeah, so this is uh, going to be a conversation about how the Mastery Transcript Consortium is going and about mastery learning. And uh, we've got a bunch of questions here about it. Um, so want to get to it? Yeah, well, I would just add um, that... Uh, you know, as we were just, as Terry and I were just alluding to, um, you know, as we are in this uncertain time and the governor in Ohio has just announced that schools here uh, will be closed until early April. Um, you know, it's, uh, we certainly appreciate our friends at the Mastery Transcript Consortium, which is a virtual team. Um, and we know that you all are already skilled at remote collaboration. Um, so, and, you yeah. know, and here at Hawken, we're going to be relying on all kinds of friends who have been at this for a long time. So, Stacey, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what drew you to the Mastery Transcript Consortium? Sure. Um, I am super happy to be the CEO of the MTC. I've been here about two years. Um, my, my, uh, my career history is one of building out education technology products and then working on assessments and specifically assessments that help students transition to college. So I spent um, a about six years at the college board and ran the SAT program during the last uh, during the last redesign effort. Uh, and through that experience, I gained a lot of appreciation for what it actually takes to um, to engage students, the sort of the sort of schooling experiences and learning experiences that actually uh, move the needle on student engagement and true deep student learning, um, and how that how that college admissions process can be really a help to either hinder or support the sort of work that high schools need to be doing. So uh, a little over two years ago, um, uh, I came to the Mastery Transcript because uh, I believe that the work that the MTC is doing along with their 300 member schools is, uh, is truly one of the big bets that we can make in terms of transforming high school education and making mastery learning, project-based learning, better learning experiences available to a wide swath of students. Yeah, so can we do a quick uh, background on the Mastery Transcript Consortium? You mentioned there are 300 schools. There are 300 mm -hmm. private and public schools. Can you just give a little sense of who's in this consortium? Sure. Um, uh, as you said, it's exactly what you just oh, said. Well, so, right. uh, we, you do so, more, though. <laughs> we have just over 300 member high schools. Uh, the, the MTC was formed uh, about three and a half years ago as an idea that we wanted to pull together high schools and co-design a new high school transcript uh, to support the sort of redesign learning that was going on um, that was going on in schools or that schools were beginning to take on. Uh, so currently we have uh, just over 300 members, about 25% of those members are public schools and we have a full range of schools. So we have schools across the US, we have a few international schools, about 35 or so. Um, we have traditional public schools, we have charter schools, we have independent schools, we have parochial schools. So sort of a full range of the sorts of schools. The commonality is that all of these schools are moving in some way towards uh, a broad goal of mastery learning. And so that may be a fully integrated um, learning and internship-based experience like you are seeing at the Mastery School of Hawken, uh, or it may be one where they are transitioning programs, um, individual programs or individual uh, semesters. 
to, to more mastery type learning. Um, well, and, and that, uh, thank you for connecting the dots on that one, Stacy, because I think it is helpful to just for, for listeners listening along at home uh, to connect some of these pieces, all of which are tied together around mastery. Um, the Obviously, Hawken has a role that it played in the founding of the MTC, and our head of school, Scott Looney, continues to serve as the board chair. Um, but I always like to remind people that, you know, even though we ha- were part of the origin story, that Hawken is by no means the furthest along in this work. There are many schools all over the world that have been doing this for a long time. And there is this bigger movement that we as the Mastery School are so excited to be a part of, a very, very small part of. And we are um, you know, looking forward to uh, taking our next step as we open the Mastery School with a founding class in the fall. Um, so for sure. Towards that um, point of the this larger international movement, um, Stacy, could you talk a little from your vantage point about um, how where this movement in education is now and where it's going and what the role is of the mastery transcript in in that? Sure. Um, so I think that was a, I, I think your setup there was really nice and, and a good example of, of what is going on. I think if you look over the last five, 10, and in some cases, even 15 years, what you see is this growing realization that um, when we listen to industry or we think about what uh, students need to be ongoing lifelong learners and ongoing successful members of society, have ongoing successful careers, et cetera, a lot of the things that we hear are things like communications. We need to be good, we need to have good problem solvers. We need to have students who know how to Uh, take on a unique problem or a new problem, identify what they need to pull together and pull together new new and unique solutions. Um, And when you compare that to what's been going on in traditional high school, where you have single subject courses, classes moving together, uh, you know, a real focus on sort of on, on content and a lot of times breadth of content, some of which is even frankly memorizable. Those are the sorts of, those two things don't really match up. So there's been this growing realization that we need to, that high school can and should be different um, and that it needs to reflect what we know we need to do in in order to build those creative problem solvers with good communication skills and good teamwork skills. Um, And so, you know, when you you look at that, what we've seen is um, sometimes in individuals, sometimes in groups, high schools have started to move this direction. And, And frankly, you know, there's a lot of research here. We know what actually works. So we know that deeply personalized programs work, meeting students where they are, giving them the supports that they need, making sure each and every student is set up for success. Um, Moving to rich learning, rich authentic learning experiences, and giving students some autonomy over both defining what those should be and designing them in an ongoing way. That leads to not only the sort of deeper passion, but it leads to um, deeper and sustainable learning. Uh, and then, you know, one of the things that one of our board members has, has said a few times that I think is I think is really important here is like, look, content matters, skills matter more, engagement matters most. And so, if you think about moving uh, the high school experience to really build on students' strengths and build on on students' interests, you're going to be able to get all three of those built together. So, you know, if I if I step back and say, you know, that growing realization has been happening. Schools have been starting um, to do that work in sort of all sorts of uh, myriad ways uh, and, and in some really exciting ways. And I think the um, you know, the sort of true brilliant insight that Scott Looney and Hawken had in starting to pull folks together three and a half years ago was that's great, but if we all do it individually, we're never making it sustainable. And so the sort of founding principle of the MTC was hey, really good work going on, 
let's turn that into something that's sustainable. And and one when you look across the range of barriers as, as to what can get in the way of making school, making high school happen differently, one of the biggest, quite frankly, is the goals that we put out there for students uh, in the form of a transcript and the college admissions process. So, yeah, you know, when we, from our perspective, when you look at that process, the traditional model of, hey, we've got a transcript where uh, you're listing single subjects out and you get credit for spending time in those individual subjects as opposed to anything that you've done, and then you get a grade that's ill-defined, um, you know, frankly, uh, that encourages the old way of doing high school. Um, and when schools have schools and students have done unique, interesting, different work, uh, it leaves you needing to translate back something that doesn't really reflect the richness of what the student has done and doesn't really fully allow the student to show themselves as a unique, unique individual. So, you know, it, the role of the MTC within this is, you know, within all that movement, what we're trying to do is pull folks together and say, let's make this sustainable. Let's provide an alternative to that traditional transcript that does let students and schools show the richness of their programs and the full, um, the full breadth and, and depth of what the student has accomplished. And in doing so, um, let's get one of those big barriers out of the way and frankly, maybe accelerate the, um, accelerate the shift because as college admissions officers take a look at this and say, Yes, this is interesting. Yes, this is good information about students. Not only can I use it in my admissions process, but boy, I have a richer picture of a student. As we start to hear that, we think the influence on on um, on high school will be um, will, will be enormous. So uh, we want to get to the college process in a second, and uh, sure. the so we'll include the mastery website in the show notes. But it's some important features of the master transcript is that, as you just suggested, it doesn't have grades. It doesn't have classes listed. It gives mastery credits that students uh, show evidence uh, and have to show evidence in order to earn the mastery credits. So um, it's explained well on the website. But now you talk about the college process. Can we? Can you give us any recent developments? Uh, I believe that this is the first year that students have actually used the mastery transcript to apply. Is that right? Yes, that's exactly right. And thank you for that rundown, Terry. Um, and we do have, um, I would encourage folks to go on the website and take a look at what the transcript looks like because we've moved it to a digital transcript with a rich summary of information and then easy access into the sorts of work that students have, do, have been doing and the sorts of credits that high schools have defined. So um, I think taking a look at the picture is, a, is the best way to see um, what we're actually doing there. But yes, let's talk about this year. Um, so this year, for the, this year, um, after last year being a co-design year where we iterated um, rapidly around a number of designs, um, this year is our pilot year. So this, for the first year, this uh, for the first time this year, we have four pilot high schools and dozens of students uh, using the mastery transcript as they apply to college. And, and let me be clear here: they are using just the mastery transcript. They are filling out their full applications, but the transcript that they are using is the mastery transcript, which does not have grades but does represent the mastery credits that the, the, the four high schools have designed, what, which of those credits the students have achieved, and then um, links through to the sorts of work that the student has done to show evidence of that, of that mastery. So four high schools, dozens of students, um, uh, we continue, the, the admissions process is an ongoing process, so we continue to get updates here. Um, but thus far, uh, there are well over 100 colleges that have received a mastery transcript. Uh, we've been talking talking directly with as many of them as possible and supporting anybody who needs support. That's been going very well, and the colleges have been um, have been engaged in using the transcript as part of their process. 
Um, acceptances have been rolling in. We are in the range of around 75 acceptances so far, but as wow. we know, we're still in the early stages. So we're going to we're going to continue to see those. So you know, in terms of an initial year, um, everything we could have hoped for in terms of folks engaging with the transcript, students having success using the transcript to get into college. And then, you know, frankly, we've also had just a, a number of rich conversations. And so um, there will be additional things that we're able to continue to iterate on and add um, for colleges so that they can continue to use this and, and you know, really uh, drive deeper meaning out of the transcript and frankly, deeper meaning than they've been able to from the proxies of courses and grades. Um, that's, uh, th that's incredibly helpful. I know that that is one of the biggest questions you get all the time. And certainly we do too, as we're recruiting students to a school, to an ungraded high school. Um, and I, I would love, I would love it if you'd be willing to talk a little about the, both what the work is, which I know is extensive that your team has been doing in gathering and processing that feedback from colleges. And then, you know, if you can also how, how you are thinking about the balance between what colleges want the transcript to do and the, the, the guiding principles of the MTC of enabling students to uh, show their best work. I don't know that the way that I said that was I totally, I, I completely get I know you know what I mean, even if I'm not saying it particularly well. <laughs> um, sure. So, you know, to, to give you a sense for the process, um, you know, we are, we have been treating this whole process as a co-design process. And so, um, and when we think about it, we've got a whole set of constituents in our high schools. So we are co-designing with the high schools to make sure that we are developing a transcript that reflects the richness of the work they all are doing with their students every single day. So that's sort of our core starting point. We, you know, we are, we have to, in order to be most true to our principles, we have to be able to represent the richness of the work that's going on um, in the member high schools. Um, but if, if we turn around and colleges can't use that, then we will have, then we will also have failed the membership. And so, um, so, you know, our process thus far, we had, um, oh gosh, like at least uh, like sort of um, half a dozen to a dozen rounds, depending on how we count them, of rounds of feedback where we, where we took a design um, that we'd been working on with high schools. We talked to colleges about it. We edited, we came back to them, got some more feedback, edited, came back to them. Uh, so we've been working with a higher ed advisory group that has been giving us ongoing feedback. Um, we've been working at any conference where we could attract folks who are in the admission cycle um, to make sure that we get a broad ranging a broad ranging set of feedback. And that all went into the core design that folks have been using this year. And I think, you know, um, having all that feedback up front was really successful because folks are actually able to make meaning out of the transcript. We've then been working with folks in an ongoing way to make sure that we're solving any of the real time problems. So, you know, just with the way that the admission cycle works at most places um, and the ways that they do single page going to multiple page reviews, we've had some requests for you know, not only do we want the digital transcript, but we need a PDF of the core of it. Great. So that's a problem we can solve and we can make sure we're doing that while still linking to the broader, um, uh, linking to the broader transcript. So we've been solving those real time. And then finally, we have been, you know, gathering feedback with every conversation that we've had with folks. And we have a series of sort of summary conversations that we want to have with folks after they're out of the, um, after they're out of the sort of heavy point of the admission cycle, which frankly this year I think is going to be a little later. I've already seen people start to move their acceptance um, uh, deadlines out. So I think, you know, this sort of late spring into early summer, we'll do one more round of feedback uh, with folks. What we're expecting to see there is not, is, is not so much, hey, 
change the format of the transcript. We're not hearing much of that. What we are hearing is help us make broader meaning. So how do we work with high schools to make sure that we understand, you know, uh, if we understand what a range of, um, you know, what, what sort of this range of mastery credits would mean or how we, you know, are we interpreting what we think we're seeing in this mastery transcript successfully? And some of that is like, how does the high school represent it? But some of that is also, you know, these college folks have been working on proxies for a really long time. And, you know, over the decades, they've developed proxies that say, even though we know it's not clear information, if we see these two courses and these sorts of grades, I know the, you know, sort of first year um, professors are not going to get mad at me because uh, students that did that should be able to do the work in a first year course. Well, we're giving them rich, richer information and more accurate information, but it's not the same proxy as they've had. So part of that is also working with them to help figure out what those translation needs are, um, what we can do to help, you know, uh, perhaps even facilitate those uh, conversations on campus, but more realistically give them the sort of broad overarching sense of like, hey, if you see these three sorts of credits, generally this is the sort of thing that it's been able to translate to so that they have that, um, they have that ability to really sort of dive deep and say, yep, I know they can do the work and I can give my faculty that confidence. Well, I will just chime in and say editorially that uh, having just sat on the admissions committee, which Terry did too, and read all of the applicants from middle schoolers applying to the mastery school, I hope that soon we will also have a middle school mastery transcript because I, I think we all were able to experience some empathy for what it's like when you are trying to read a file, understand a student, and ex ask yourself exactly those questions. What proxies do I need in order to tell that a student is going to be able to do the work here? Um, and there were very traditional transcripts that didn't actually, in the end, tell us all that much. And there were very long narrative, non-traditional transcripts that made us all our eyes cross and made us wish for something beautiful and elegant and simple and you right. know accessible and layered. So, uh, so I I am eager for that as a next step. Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing yeah. I'd say about the proxy idea is that you know we use grades. You know, so I'm just assuming like calc AP calc and physics C plus a 700 on the SAT, you know, the you know subject test means that you're, you know, qualified for an engineering program or something like that, that those are all representatives. The mastery transcript breaks that up a little bit that you can actually see the evidence that the student actually knows how to do it. So in some ways, it seems like it's removing proxies and actually asking people to assess whether someone actually knows how to do the thing. Is that relatively accurate? That's exactly right. Um, and also to your point around, but doing it in a translatable and scalable way. So, um, you know, if, if you're a, you, you have to, we need to get to the point where um, credits can represent that. And then folks can dig in in the places where they maybe have a little bit of question mark to see the work that the student has done, um, you know, and, and get away from the sort of full narrative or just, you know, sort of portfolio review on every, on every student, because frankly, that's, you know, that's not going to be scalable within the current system. Right. So, so that was what one we're of the trying core to principles, do is right? actually thread that needle. Yeah, yeah. It had to be readable in under two minutes or something like that. Um, so I know that that's part of how it's been designed. So I do think that this whole conversation has given parents at the mastery school some sense of relief that there is a organization out there that's figuring this out, this handoff between high schools and colleges, and that you're working with colleges to help design it so that it's really functional for them. Can you give us a little bit, any, do you have any, any nuggets of feedback from the colleges that they liked it and that they found it to be richer or <laughs> different than a traditional transcript? 
Um, sure, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, and, and I'm going to first give a, one piece of good news because you asked about the middle schools and we, this spring for the first time actually opened up to middle schools. So we've mm -hmm. had a group of folks who have been pushing on, uh, who've been saying, hey, I want to either get this into a middle, my middle school where they are sort of K-12 programs or uh, middle schools who had come to us. And so um, we opened up the, that this year. So we'll be sort of testing and piloting that with a few folks going into next year. So I'm hopeful that uh, at <laughs> some point in the next few years, you'll, you'll <laughs> actually start to see those as you as you the, the admission cycle. I wouldn't have uh, even dreamed uh, of that, but that's great news. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Um, so, you know, in terms of in terms of the colleges, um, you know, I think it, broad swath the you know we take good news from the fact that folks are both using it and able to feel like they are you know we have had numbers of comments in our conversations that are things like oh i can see that this student can do the work or oh i see that the student is um you know sort of is well accomplished so i i think that you know the the early ability to take meaning from the transcript has been really positive um you know our advisory folks have been um have also sort of been super helpful in framing this up and you know when we look at if we look at folks like Kedra Ishep at the University of Michigan or Zena Evans at the University of Florida both of them have um not only been big supporters of the work and sort of huge um huge assets in terms of giving us advice and feedback and and sort of thoughtful commentary on where this should go but they both are also looking at this and making comments like we think we might be able to find students that we are not currently able to find. Yes. You are giving us a richer picture of a, a set of information than we currently get. And, you know, they also see the benefits. Um, you know, one of the things we haven't talked about as much, but when you think about learning experiences, learning experiences do not have to be and often are not limited to the four walls of the school. And part of the real value of the mastery transcript is, you know, when you look at uh, when you look at programs like what the Mastery School of Hawken is going to do, where students are out in the community solving community problems, uh, working with folks, those sorts of experiences can get wrapped into the transcript. But we can also think more broadly. So if the sum if a student has had a summer work experience or summer internship where they've you know, they've demonstrated leadership or they've um, or they've worked on a specific scientific problem, you know, or they have, um, you know, just sort of shown the tenacity to work through a really tough problem. Those are all the sorts of things that they can use as evidence in a mastery transcript. And so it really does open up and widen the range of opportunity for what students can represent about what they've done. And when you think about equity and access issues and what big schools like the University of Florida and University of Michigan are, are trying to do, being able to identify and really see those sorts of experiences and context will be really super important for them. Well, I, I know we're about to wrap up and we're, we're uh, running short on time, but uh, you've already given us a great preview of what's to come with middle schools. I wonder what else you see on the horizon as you think about the next, you know, it's hard to even think in a longer time horizon. So even just the next year or two, honestly. Sure. So, you know, as I, um, as, as we were talking about, we will um, take all the feedback that we get from colleges uh, and high schools from this last year and, and iterate on that because we think, you know, coming out of the pilot year, um, while we generally have hit the right direction, um, we'll want to make sure that we integrate and iterate on all that feedback. So that's sort of um, uh, a number one. For sure. um, and then, and then we're looking to expand the usefulness of this, both on the high school and the college side. So on the college side, that means helping with the translations. It means, hey, if you need tools that help you um, that help you understand um, where these skills fall out, let's let's make those um, let's both 
do the research to figure out how we best support those and let's integrate those into the into the um, transcript itself. So we've got a series of things that we're working on there. Um, on the high school side, really what we're thinking about is how do we start to support schools in the daily work of what it takes to uh, not only do mastery learning, but take that mastery learning evidence and flow it into something that looks like the transcript and that's, you know, sort of guiding and, um, you know, gives gives uh, schools the tools that they need to really guide students and parents towards what sort of progress is being made, what needs to be made with, with students, and also, you know, just sort of makes that translation process a little bit easier. So, um, you know, no specific promises there yet, but those are the sorts of things that we're looking at. And I think there's a there's a range of opportunities. So we're, we're starting to dig in uh, with schools on those issues. Well, it's uh, been an exciting journey. You know, we've been a part of it from the very beginning, and it's pretty exciting to see how far it's gone in such a short amount of time. And that is in no small uh, uh, part, uh, a big uh, tribute to your leadership and what you've been able to do with it. So I want to thank you for all of that. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we, uh, the Mastery of Haw School of Hawken quite literally couldn't do what we're going to do without yeah. you. So in the Mastery of <laughs> Transcript. Um, obviously, thanks to Julia and to Nick Fletcher, who was our editor. Um, if you move, we love reviews. I've we're, we're stuck at two reviews on our podcast. It's such a, I look at it, it's kind of strange how much I do. I, I go at it. I look. Uh, so if anybody out there wants to give us a review, we'd love it. Even you, Jenny. Uh, we uh, also, uh, if you want to follow us on all of our social media feeds, you can sign up for the newsletter at redesigningschool.org. Go to the masteryschool.org or uh, mastery.org to learn more about the Mastery Transcript Consortium. Um, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks. So thanks for joining.